what are the three best things about the American self-employed estate agency model in the UK? Today, I'm joined by Chris Buckler, who is boss man of the estate agency, a self-employed model. He has experience working for one of the biggest operators of the self-employed estate agency model in the UK. And he's here today uh, on the Watkins sofa. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So what are the three best things about the USA self-employed estate agency model in the UK? Talk to me. Great, listen, great question. I think for me, the, I'm fortunate enough that I've been to the States and I've seen some of the biggest operators and, and how they operate in the US. And they are, you know, if you leave the Stetsons and the cowboy hats at the door when you get back off, you know, the plane at Gatwick or Heathrow, there's some absolute gold in what the self-employed, I mean, everything over there is self-employed, right? You don't have people realistically employed. So we don't have here in the UK a British dream, right? Where they have the American dream. So the entrepreneurial factor of how do I go and grow my business, lead generate and, and run something that's meaningful, something profitable. And we, we constantly look at our profit and our net worth and our investment in properties and everything else. That element, if you can bottle it, like I say, leave the Uncle Joe bid at home and bring it over here, I think is, is so, so powerful. And what I don't necessarily see here is the entrepreneurial spirit amongst agents. So this, so th this is almost culture, forward thinking. Would you say that's the first? Because well, you you said three, so yeah, I'd say culture without without shadow of a doubt, forward thinking, and um, if I was to put this all in one, ability to to want to evolve and get better and better and better at what they do. Don't you see that with British people making sweeping statement? On the whole, no. Why do you think that is? Because we don't, you know, when I went to school, it was if you do well at college, you go to university. If you do well at university, you go and get a job. If you do really, really well, you go down to London and get a job. The I was never, there was courage to say, Chris, you should go and set this up. You should go and do that up. And in fact, whenever I've set a business up, so I left the job in the city, extremely well paid to start flipping properties and then set my first estate agency up. My family, my friends, my anyone I met on a night out would say you're absolutely mad that was a great job why would you go and do it and I don't think entrepreneurship is is encouraged here and because that culture I think is lacking like I say if we can somehow push that or, or bring it over then it's absolutely gold but it's not just it's not just North America right if you look at the the Aussie uh, so Aussie setup there's some great agents there and it's slightly more similar to, to the UK, but a lot has a lot of similarities to, to the US and the way they deal with real estate and, and what they do is incredible. And I think if I'm talking a lot here, but it's that forward thinking element I think is missing here. What's the second? Training. So for me, I, like I said, I've, I've been fortunate enough to fly to the US and, and Canada and around the world to learn from some of the very best estate agents that happen to, happen to be from North America, looking to see what they do. And I've brought agents with me a lot on that journey, which has been brilliant. So when you see agents come back and simple tip, if you go onto Facebook every day, you get people's birthdays rather than write happy birthday on the wall. You send them a nice message saying, what are you up to? 
conversation always goes to property. How's the market? What's happening? La, la. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm actually doing a newsletter. Would it be a value if I added you to the list? Sure. So you're growing your database. You're adding five people a day on average, pretty much. But you're engaging with your sphere of how to go and just grow your database and, and add value as an estate agent. Most agents that, that I speak to aren't aware of the importance of database and sphere and, and those personal relationships. And it's very much get the property li uh, live, boards breed boards, rely on the portals as there's arguably an over-reliance and then archive the data if they're, you know, if they're not looking in, you know, say now. six months now. Yeah. And for me, that's one small element of a training piece that one of my agencies picked up and they've done, they'll probably do, I think, I don't want to get this wrong, it's about eight listings a year. They get just from that one piece, right? So that's eight instructions for just wishing people happy birthday and adding, adding them to the database and then giving them value. That was maybe mentioned twice in France when we were over there. And you saw my agent write that down and goes, that's great. So our number one job as estate agents, and people won't like this, is to lead generate. We happen to, the industry is property and you've got to love people above property, but actually our number one job is to lead generate. And then people go, oh no, it's not, it's to service the client, it's to this and that and the other. That's secondary because if you can't lead generate and constantly grow your business, you're, you're dying. You know, you can't service clients that you don't have. And you put some, some great stuff out, Chris, about how to build relationships with your community and doing videos that you're top of mind. Most agents I speak to are very, very short-termist on, on that approach. So if you can take some really, really good training of how do I become a business owner? How do I grow my stancy? How do I lead generate? So it's not all door knocking, which I think is great, by the way, but people don't, on the whole, I speak to don't like doing that, and they should, but can go and grow a business. That's really, really what I've taken from the, the North American models, which I think from a training element are brilliant. What's your third and final one, mate? I'm a big, big believer in estate agents should be, uh, anyone in business should have a number of uh, revenue streams to their business. So whether that's sales, lettings, investing in buy-to-let uh, properties and, and, and getting a drip income, I really like the revenue share piece. Now, the first time I heard about it, I turned around to the lady I was with and I bashed everything. I don't like the term real estate. Uh, uh, you Americans are like Marmite. And she was like, what's Marmite? And I turned to the gentleman on my right and said, exactly, it won't work here. And all the things that I don't like about it. And when I got into the revenue share piece, I said, it sounds like a Herbalife pyramid scam. And the person was not happy, the steam coming out there is. But I didn't understand it. Now, for me, I think it's really good as long as ethically you help people that come in. So let's say, for example, Chris Watkin was to come and join the estate agency as an associate. You do a deal for, say, £10,000 under our model. Because I referred you in, I'd take £400. The reason I think that's important is in the estate agency, we get, we get to award our early adopters as if they're shareholders and give back. So it's not us giving away any of your commission to someone else. It's the, it's the percentage we would take and we would give back. Why is that important? Well, it allows us to hedonistically grow our model out and for agents to take some money from it. But ultimately... If, you're, um, if you are recruiting and bringing people in, it allows you to create that college fund, as they'd say in the US, or that retirement fund, or whatever, you know, the university fund, whatever it might be. And it's pretty sizable. If I look at arguably the, the 
the number one model is, is exp in the uk right and if i speak to some of those the early adopters and this is this is what we're creating now those guys are bringing in you know thousands of pounds a month and rightly so because they've helped adam go and grow that business for me i think it's a it's a great piece but the bit that cannot be missing from it is you can't just recruit 20 20 30 agents in and then leave the business or you don't you don't care for them and offer that relationship that advice yeah i i agree with that there are people out there obviously just doing it for the money and then there are others out there that are genuinely helping and supporting you know they probably only are an estate agent for two days a week and the other three days they're helping and guiding their people and i do genuinely believe this that if you are recruiting someone through your self-employed estate agency model you have a responsibility to um to actually help and guide them isn't that right ethically yes because if we go back to the video we did previously or before or wherever people are going to watch it you have to have that accountability and almost that business partner approach ethically again we we want to see agents coming in run profitable estate agency businesses bringing people in and then forgetting about them doesn't doesn't work thank you for your time today chris thanks for having me